Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at JWright929ESPN. Over in the main studio, the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist to the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnist in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist, United States of America. He's on X at M Giannato. Mark, good day, sir. We've officially switched over to X. And I it, is the, back I, and forth. it is the official name of the thing. I mean, I, I as much as it's, uh, you know, I wish he is, hadn't. A cha- I wish Elon Musk hadn't changed the name. He does own the thing, and you know, he's allowed to name it whatever he wants when he owns it. The question is. Is Twitter enough of a brand to where Twitter can be like, like Xerox, like Kleenex? Yeah, yeah. We don't. No one ever says Xerox anymore, do they? A copy. Yeah, you just yeah. say a copy. Need a yeah, copy can I get a copy of that? Yeah, you're right. Xerox yeah. lost its Correct. stranglehold on that. South in the South, what kind of Coke do you want? Is what type <clears throat> of soft drink do you yeah. want? But that's a mm-hmm. Southern thing more than it is mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah, no, it's like there's different dialects. Like up in when I went to Michigan, that was like I had never heard the phrase "pop" before. Yeah, but people that's use a them. Midwest thing. Yeah. Pop, yeah. soda. Yeah, I was a soda. I grew up a soda guy. Uh, but regardless, we're officially, I guess, in the X era of the Giannato and Jeffrey show. Um, I have good and bad news to report. All right. To start off this week. Bad news first, please. Uh, well, bad bad news was off the top. I fell asleep during the end of the Colorado Colorado State game. Yeah, I. For those that were listening to Jeff's show, I did. I did air you out on that. Oh, really? I did air. Oh. I did air you out that you. What if I didn't want that asleep? out there, Jeffrey? Yeah, I was fine with that. <laughs> it happened. It was unfortunate, and then last night. I also I, then yesterday I felt like I watched very little NFL football, partly because I didn't have access to the CBS feed once again because of AT&T Uverse. But good news on that front in a second. Um, Wait, so they I, fixed it. They've come to it a temporary agreement. Yes. So ne- um, next star can't next star can't go another week. With we're getting we're getting we're getting we're getting it back. I don't care what the particulars are. I want to look up. I wonder if this has to do with. I actually do wonder if it has more to do with 
the SEC on CBS. I bet you could tell me next stars in a yes. lot of SEC markets. Well, reg- regardless, they've come to a temporary agreement of some kind. But so I feel like, you know, I missed an exciting, what was a pretty exciting NFL day and a, you know, the end of what was like the most captivating game of the weekend. Now, the reason behind this was I was on my own with the kids this weekend. Wife was out of town. And so, listen, I'd just gone through a full day of uh, taking care of two under five-year-olds. And, like, that game went to, like, what, 130? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to stay up. I woke up in the middle. kicked at nine. I woke up in the middle. It was that feeling. I don't know if you've had this feeling. I fell asleep on the couch. I woke up in the middle of Dion's press conference. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess it was another bad news. I missed the end. Missed the Shador night, you know, drive down the field to take it to overtime. Missed the overtime. He went Brady mode. Went, missed the overtime and double overtime. But did 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 catch Dion's press conference. So that was that was okay. At least what they showed on SportsCenter. Let's see. Notes. It took four. So it ended at, yes, you nailed it. It ended at 125 our time. Yeah. So, um, but I made it through the weekend where I had to take care of, you know, two kids all by myself. So I'm... Uh, Shout out to the single parents once again. I believe the last time I had to do this, I also shouted them out. What you go through on a daily basis, I'm in awe. So, the we got to get some people together. If the if the network executives are going to run football, we got to start balancing these schedules out because last week's whatever total football week two. Mm-hmm. Let's be real, mm-hmm. Saturday stunk again. Yeah. General, like there were yeah. some. It, it was it was better than it it could have been worse. I'll put it that way. It could it, have been worse. It could have been worse. It still was not a great Saturday. No, like I, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. You're right. It wasn't a great college football weekend. I think there was no in your in your world there was no top twenty five matches. Didn't have any ranked versus ranked games. I believe only two top twenty five teams lost: Kansas State and Tennessee. And honestly, I felt like until the nightcap. The Colorado-Colorado State game got drunk. I still don't know if that was a good football game. Yeah, but that was fun. It was, I, I get out of here. That was, a, that, but, was, but, that was a blast. I actually thought the best the best game of the day was Missouri and Kansas State. That was a fun football mm. game. It was back and forth. It and felt intense. A, and then you had a 62-yard And then you had a fat goal. kicker. Yeah. You had a fat kicker doing just the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drinkwitz goes from, like, that kicker saved Drinkwitz from just one of the all-time blunders. And this guy, late game, like last year against Auburn, he had like another just complete, lost his mind. It was it was as if, Mark, that they they spiked the ball and they thought it was a timeout. Like they brought the whole offense to the sideline. It was so bizarre to watch. But overall, not a great Saturday. Sunday? I think we had good matchups. I'm still not convinced it was a great day of football, mm-hmm. but I don't blame the league. I think they gave us good matchups. Yeah. I think it was more of execution on the team's efforts. Maybe this, a little early for those types of matchups, though. I, I think there's a legitimate point to be made where I feel like we have, I feel like the first two weeks, there's been a few too many division games for my liking early in the year. I, I prefer, I feel like the first two, three weeks, four weeks of the season, no division games. I think you're probably right. Also, as we get into as we get into it's going to become more and more of the norm. Fewer and fewer teams are going to play during the preseason. 
mm-hmm. like play their guys during the preseason. Preseason, like tackling's always going to be football's just going to be sloppy early. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I do think the NFL, I think with launching, getting everybody to buy Sunday ticket, I think that there was a concerted effort. We got to have big games early. Mm-hmm. And overall, I'm fine with that. I'd rather them do that than be like, eh, let's eat, you know, or give me some good games. And if they deliver, they do. If they deliver, they do. And if they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. The problem is, have you looked at what we have in total football weekend three? A lot. We have bangers mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Too many yeah. bangers on Saturday. Like, I don't, it, it's, the, it's the Frank the Tank in old school. I don't know if we're going to have enough time. So that's the overreaction number one of but overreaction Monday. The problem is, let me read you the Sunday schedule. That's the terrible Sunday schedule. So, but the NFL, you don't need, I don't think you necessarily need, like, even team games between, especially early in the year when it's unclear who's good and who's not in the NFL, ultimately, I think you can you you don't need like marquee matchups as much. I still want to sit down and be like, at least give me one or two games each window that I'm like, let's go. Yeah, no, this, that's fair. If I wanted to isolate this game and watch it as TV one and then move at least give, at t- least give Romo and, and Greg Olson and Burkhardt a good game. Correct. You know, yeah. All right, here's the early window. Titans at Cleveland. Does that get you going? It's all right after the Titans look feisty yesterday. Falcons in Detroit. The Falcons are I gotta tip my cap to Arthur Smith. He he is he is literally doing whatever it takes to win, and it's in it's not fun to watch. But at the same time, I tip my cap to him because he's literally paid to win games, and that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Dude was like going for it on fourth down, down two. If you don't get it, you lose the game. But he was trying to make sure, like, I don't want the Packers to get the ball back. Memphis's own. So, um, New Orleans, Green Bay. Okay. Denver at Miami. Mm-hmm. New England at the Jets. This was supposed to be Brady versus Rodgers round one. Yeah. Not New England. But not, he, New well, England yeah. yeah, this was supposed to be Brady. Well, but Brady wasn't I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Rodgers. This was supposed to be Brady, Brod, Belichick Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be like the feature week one game. Mm-hmm. Your commies versus Buffalo. Decent game. Uh, Jaguars, Texans. You ready? Oh, yeah. Uh, Colts, Ravens, the Battle of Baltimore, Bad Blood. Then the afternoon window, we only have three games. It's Carolina, Seattle, Chicago, Kansas City, and Dallas at Arizona. Yeah. That's I, brutal. But and then, that, then Sunday night games, Pittsburgh, Vegas. Maybe maybe this is all by design, though, because it's it's to balance out your overreactions. You can't have, like, too dramatic of a weekend in both. Although, I will say this. I think while the NFL football was much better, College football is much more ripe for overreaction today because you mentioned it. We've got Tennessee. You've got the Colorado game. You've got Memphis and Missouri now being a 3-0 and versus 3-0 and matchup. Uh, you've got the chaos by, by, Alabama, by Nick Saban's standards, the chaos down at Alabama right now, it feels like. Had a, player, had a players-only meeting, Jeffrey, after that display in Tampa. Uh, against USF, where they made they made USF look. Fun. I'm now like, I'm now thinking in my head, oh, well, maybe that game I was penciling as a Memphis W against USF this year. I got to reconsider. No, 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 no. That team gave up 
41 points to Western Kentucky and Florida. That's how bad the situation is Correct. at Alabama. Correct. Yeah. You st- they're the they're the USF you thought they were. Yes. It's it's more just Correct. that's how egregious that game was from Alabama's standards. If you take out the MTSU game for Alabama, they are basically like bottom bottom 30 in almost every offensive number that matters. All right, Munz is going to join us later, so we'll get into the list. Also, our NFL primetime recap, Boom and Boog. I, I really feel like Boom is uh, very excited about this NFL season. He's, he's got a new energy for, uh, about him to, this year. The great thing about primetime this year has been I feel like he was ready to go week one. Mm-hmm. There was no easing back into it. Like he, He's been like it, – it feels like that they are just like not missed a beat, ready to go. All right, let's start, though – with Memphis, Missouri. Let's start local. We'll branch out um, with our overreactions here. But we've got 3-0 and Memphis versus 3-0 and Missouri in St. Louis at the Edward – it's not the Edward Jones Dome. It's America's it's Ameri- Dome. It's like the, the, it's the like Dome, the dome at, America America Center. Center. at America Center. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that is going to be – what am I – what should I? How should I write? Do I need to write that in my story on Saturday when I go to St. Louis? Just put the artist the formerly dome. known as the TWA dome. Yeah, that, that's what it should be, the TWA dome. But well, uh, TWA doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> and it hasn't for I think thirty time. years, maybe yeah, twenty five at least. That is one of those companies that was like I'm pretty sure they folded. With, I'm pretty sure they folded before nine eleven. But don't you feel like that? Like TWA was like ubiquitous with like flying commercially, and then it just disappeared. Well, it was always like the luxury like. Yeah, um, but Missouri was not quite ranked. I believe they were the highest rec- other receiving votes team this week. Is right? That, that sound that sounds correct. Um, but a lot of people think they looked. I mean, they beat the number fifteen team in the country, Kansas State, um, and did so um, looking pretty good. They got a. They got a. If you're if you're going by, are we doing AP? Or are we doing USA? Are we doing coaches poll? Well, you know, Gannett does sponsor the coaches. Okay, poll. so in the AP poll, they're second in others receiving. Okay. And they're also second in others receiving votes. But in your poll, Mark, they are 70 votes behind Kansas State, who they just beat this weekend. <laughs> oh, boy, the coaches really Correct. Uh, really on their game early. Uh, but they have a stud wide receiver in Luther Burden. Yes. Um, and uh, their quarterback, Grant Cook, I believe his name? No, what am I? Connor Cook. Connor Cook. No, Brady Cook. Brady Cook. Yeah, Connor Cook. Connor is Cook the- was the Michigan State guy. There was like a string of like 15 straight Michigan State quarterbacks that I hated. Well, Connor Cook was in there. It's interesting because he might have had – remember that game against Navy during the 2019 season where Brady White got booed yes. in the first half yes. and then came out and was awesome in the second half? And it really like – it was like – I know they lost to Temple, I think, after that. But it was like Brady was like good and kind of had won over the fans and – you know, won over everyone, and he became a record-setting quarterback from that point on, it felt like. Yeah. You know, Brady Cook might have had that type of moment against Kansas State in Missouri because he got booed in that game. Or it was like the offense got booed in the first half, and then they go out and win this game, upsetting the number 15 team in the country, and he leads them down the field. To, yeah, and he was banged kinda, up. like to win was... it. And, yeah, he, like, played through injury, and then Eli Drinkowitz, after the game, is like, you know, comes out and kind of chastises the fans. For uh, going after, you know, booing the uh, booing the team, um, and now they're going to play Memphis in a game that was supposed to be in Memphis, um, and it sounds like not just like it's a neutral site game, and yes, Memphis fans can buy tickets, but from what I understand, like Memphis isn't getting the home locker room, 
the field is going to maybe have just Missouri stuff on it from what I'm hearing maybe. Um, now Missouri is paying a million dollars, I think, to Memphis to play this game in St. Louis, but it was supposed to be a game in Memphis. Um, but I believe it's a seven-point line right now. Has it? That was what I saw this morning. I'm, yeah. I haven't. Um, surprised? I mean, it'll be interesting. Memphis is going to have to play significantly better than it did against Navy to beat that Missouri team that went out and beat Kansas State. That's for sure. Well, the first question is, what's the status of Brady Cook? Because Brady yeah. Cook took a shot to his knee, and if you were watching, it was both him and Will Howard for Kansas State. Both those guys were, like, hobbling down the field. Correct. Yeah. And, and and that was a big part of it. Because if Cook doesn't play, then all of a sudden that game gets interesting. Because while there's a key difference of Missouri's not going to the Liberty Bowl, mm-hmm. you can talk yourself into... Is that whiffs of 21, Mississippi State, coming to town? Mm. Because Mississippi State was playing NC State after not looking good, and they played NC State at home, and they had like a big, it was like a big P5 win because NC State was supposed to be good that year, and they just dominated them. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's thinking, Mississippi State's like, this will be, you know, they'll come in, they'll win comfortably. I mean, even though I think the line was only like, the line only ended up being like three or four mm-hmm. in that game. But the feeling that whole week was, this is a bad spot for Memphis. And wouldn't you say the vibes right now, especially after you just held on for dear life against Navy, like you needed a reviewed spot, even mm-hmm. though I, the spot was right, like the, the mm-hmm. they got the call right? Vibes, wouldn't you say vibes are against Memphis right now? Oh, I think, well, I think... I was surprised that the line was only a touchdown. I would say I would phrase it like that. I was surprised it wasn't a double digit line. And I do think part of that might be the status of Cook. Yeah. I mean it looks you know ultimately if you recall I mean the last time they went and played Missouri in 2018 it was like a pretty you know it was the Memphis team that went eight they ended up going 8 and 6 but they had a bunch of ultimately NFL guys on that team yeah. in 2018. And they went in in, like, Missouri, and a Missouri team that was, like, okay but not great, which is what – and I know they beat Kansas State, but isn't that what you think this Missouri team might might be, like a 7-5 and five SEC team, something like that, maybe? The problem is who the hell knows in the SEC right now. Yeah. But, yes, coming into the season, I believe they were projected last. And it was, like, best-case scenario, you get bowl eligible. Well, it's eligible. like no, Vanderbilt. Yeah. Best-case scenario, though, you, go bowl, you get bowl eligible. I mean, I think like, their win total was around six. Yeah. And – but that type of team went in and, you know, ultimately destroyed Memphis in Columbia. In Didn't 20- they put up like a 60-burger? Yes. And so I think it's like a it's a nice opportunity, frankly, for Memphis in that, especially now that they went out and beat Kansas State, as long as you don't get go up to St. Louis and get like your, your butt whipped, and even then it's only one game, but as long as you're like respectable, like I don't think it's going to be that – like – this is a free swing, and if you win, you really can establish this is potentially like a, you know, a da- really dangerous team this year. If you're like, I just isn't it? It's a free swing. It's oh, it's this is we a free said shot going free in, shots, it yes. was a free swing, and now that Missouri won, and ne- now it's like you can go well. They just beat the number. Even if you go out and lose, you can go well. They just beat the number fifteen team in the country, and like at the same time, they are the same team that barely beat MTSU. You know, so yeah, I will say though, there were 
thoughts that Missouri was very vanilla the first two games of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's probably right. Well, no, I can confirm. Like mm-hmm. they came out right off the bat. They were running tempo. Like they were running they yeah. were running shot plays that they had not shown. Well, There's and, a reason why Kansas State looked like they were on their heels early. And the reality is they've got I don't know if Brady Cook they've got a good enough quarterback with a guy who is going to be an NFL wide receiver. That like and like well, and they might have two because the true freshman's an NFL type guy too. Yeah, and so and frankly, it's this is we, we for Drinkwitz like this is why they moved the game to St. Louis. Like he has to win this game because like he isn't. I I know the SEC looks down even more so than before after this weekend, but still like it's well, hard but, to get if you're Missouri, it's hard to get wins in the SEC. Well, you got to win. This is a game if you're Missouri and thinking like this is going to be a successful season. You've penciled this game in as a W for yourself. I would argue these are the types of the seasons that are more important to the Drinkwitzes of the world and the Missouris of the world. When you have the, when you have the, it's wide open. Like that's when you have to take advantage and have the good season because that way everyone's like, well, it did win nine games last year. Mm-hmm. Like, and that kind of gives you, that allows you in, like, let's say Florida gets it rolling. Like, let's say Florida's able to build upon the recruiting class. Like they start to get more and more guys in and Florida starts rolling. Most people think South Carolina is going to bounce back next year. Mm-hmm. Not after, but like they had to, this was kind of a down cycle year that they were going to have to get through it. I, I suspect Tennessee with Nico is going to be pretty good for a few years. Like if like these are the types of years that you have to take advantage of your Missouri because yeah. it is there for the taking. Yeah. So it's a suddenly, uh, it's a nice little matchup. It's nice, uh, nice narrative matchup. Two undefeated Tigers going against each other in St. Louis on Saturday, as everyone predicted. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it'll be a this. This is when we start to learn about Memphis football. We said we said everyone saw it when the schedule came out. This three game stretch coming up that's going to tell us a whole lot about this group, and that's exactly how it is sh- shaken out. Boise State won this weekend, and still, you know, like. Ultimately, they went 0-2, but they're two tough losses. Like, that looks like it's going to be a tough game, even though it's at home. And then Tulane won again this weekend without Pratt, right? Um, My gut tells me. I didn't see what the final was. I saw that they were up by three scores at one point against Southern. I didn't see what the final score was. It'd be nice if it took them longer than, you know, a little longer to get healthy. But my doesn't your gut tell you by Friday the 13th he's going to be back in the lineup? Oh, I I, now. Friday, October 13th. You could talk me into he is more banged up than they're leading on, but I do. But don't you can't you see? My like, suspicion is that they believe that they could get through these games without him, or it's like, and that they're going to need. Like him. ultimately, you just need if you win the if they win the conference, they can get to the near six again. Correct. And my suspicion was they targeted the Memphis game. Yeah. Um, now you did you, did you see ESPN the FPI now gives Memphis the highest percentage chance. To win the AAC after two after two weeks three weeks excuse me I think it's a thirty four percent chance of winning the AAC. My question: or getting to the AAC championship game maybe is what it is. Well, I think they had they had the Memphis game as a toss up. Memphis, Missouri. No, the the actually that game literally might have been a toss up too. The problem is power ratings don't know what to do with Missouri because mm-hmm. on the one hand. When you saw them struggle with MTSU and honestly kind of sort of struggle to a certain degree with South Dakota, although I would point out it was more like finishing drives, like yards per play, they were really good. But the problem with Tulane is, are we, 
are these two lane projections with Pratt, without Pratt? Like, I don't know. When everyone, when everyone does the, oh, did you see the FPI? Did you see the FPI? It's like, well, I need context. Like, what, what, what are yeah. they doing? <laughs> Just numbers. Well, sounds good. Memphis with the best I shot right now. I can safely say Michael Pratt is worth at least a touchdown. Yeah. It does feel like, though, just like you mentioned, Missouri has, like, a real opportunity here to – this is the type of season, if you're Missouri, this is what Gary Pinkle did, to be quite honest. Yes. Like, he, would, he finished – he made took advantage of these type of opportunities. When, when Texas and Oklahoma were down. Yes. Got Chase Daniel. It's frankly – you know who's really good at it in the ACC? Leonard Hamilton. Really good yeah. at it, too, in, in, yeah. in basketball. He has great timing with this stuff. Is, he knows how Duke, to pounce. Is Duke down? Yeah, he knows how to pounce. Um, but I think it's similarly, honestly, as you look at how this is unfolding in the AAC, Memphis has a real golden opportunity in front of it to make the AAC championship game. I know they might not be better than Tulane, but their UTSA doesn't look great. Well, they they, SMU uh, they have quarterback looks, problems too. SMU look SMU looks like the bigger threat than UTSA to me. Oh, yeah. so far, um, and like they just with the schedule, there is a re- it's shaping up exactly as you would have hoped around you if you're Memphis in terms of a window to get to the back to the AAC championship game. So far, who did SMU rough up? It was someone bad. Yeah, yeah it was someone bad. Yeah. They, they just beat an F. Oh, they put up sixty nine points. Nice. Yes. All right. What? Let's switch to Tennessee because right. I thought that was a really I mean, the ending of that game was ugly. Um, I got. I just. I just. I. Tweeted. Do we know there is this? I assume. There, I assume there's going to be suspensions, but I would think so. Now, I just think. I think. I don't really necessarily blame the players as much as I blamed Hypel for that situation, calling the timeout like he did. And like Tennessee fans are saying, "Oh, well, but Florida called timeouts before." It's like, it's eh, still like. And Hypel explained it. Hypel explained it. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt in the sense that he explained it like basically. It was a dumb decision in terms of he was like we're you know we were still trying to win the game ultimately is what how he explained it but he did say I never expected something like that to happen and I'll take him at his word that like he didn't realize that like that could happen if he did that um but it was just an ugly ending just an ugly ending to the game and yeah I, I'm gonna take up for Hypel here like like at a certain point like you have the timeouts like. I don't think there's nine you, seconds left and you were down. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. It was, but he was, my point is like, can't you, isn't it reasonable to expect everyone to kind of keep their cool? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, on the one hand, like, yeah, okay. You're losing the game no matter what. But at the same time, like, are you really telling me if that, I guess this would be my point. If that timeout sparked the fight, mm-hmm. are you really telling me not calling timeout when they, like at the end of the game, yes, I think because that could have. What happened was they called the timeout and the crowd started booing. And like, it was like, it, I just know this. My gut reaction watch, I was watching it live and I, my gut reaction was, I can't, like, I can't believe he did. Like, I can't believe that happened. Like, in terms of like, you, like, that riled it up. It just felt like that riled it up. I guess my point was like, it was going to be heated no matter what. Like, nine seconds later, they were going to quote unquote shake hands and that could have been the same thing. Yeah, maybe, but regardless, an ugly loss for Tennessee. They did not look good, um, and here's the thing. Here's what's scary. One, like I was down on Tennessee, remember before the season, I was just like, I'm not sold on this Joe Milton is like a change man, and I'll say this about Joe Milton. He is better than he was at Michigan, but he's still not like great, if that makes sense. 
But the problem Tennessee has is he was not, like, the biggest problem in that game Yeah, so I don't know. I felt that way. Like, watching the game, mm-hmm. and again, I was largely off social media this weekend. Watching the game, I was like, okay, he hasn't played well, mm-hmm. but I also didn't think he played poorly. He, he didn't feel like he was the reason for the loss. I just don't think if you're going to do all the other stuff they did poorly the way you did, you, you need, he needs to be playing at a much higher level if you're going to win that way. To me, the problem was they lost on first down every single time they were behind the chains. Mm-hmm. And I also give Florida credit. Florida, you could tell on the first possession, was like, let's heat him up. Like, mm-hmm. let's see how he does against the Blitz. And remember, it was just like, bang, bang, bang. He hit, like, the pass right up the sideline. You're sitting there thinking, like, oh, this is going to be a route. Because Florida, I don't care if they'd gone three and out or four and out to start the game, but you were sitting there thinking, like, oh, boy, this is, this is trouble. Then Florida said, screw that. We're not going to just give him easy one-on-ones the whole night. We're going to make him play from the pocket. And for the most part, like, he made the right – like, he didn't have a ton of throws where you're sitting there going, like, oh, my God, like, that was terrible. And I still come back to it. Yes, there's no question Hendon Hooker is better than Joe Milton because Mm -hmm. he beat him out. I still think they miss Jalen Hyatt as much as they miss Hendon Hooker because Mm. what they have clearly missed is they are not hitting the explosive plays. And there were two or three deep balls that that Milton threw that I was like, those are touchdown throws. Mm. And they weren't touchdown plays. Interesting. Well, does it change? Do you feel like the trajectory of this Tennessee season is irretrievably changed at this point after losing that game? Like, does this make you – does this make you – my thought in my head was, I'm not saying this team is like – a lot worse than we thought, but it might go back to the old Steve Spurrier saying if you can't spell citrus without UT. Yeah, I'm happy for Peyton. They can go pick up his third straight Citrus Bowl MVP. Um, so I think what we can safely say is if if you thought the ceiling was the fringe playoff team, mm-hmm. that's I think we have answered that question. Mm-hmm. That is unlikely because I, I don't see that team. You don't see him winning out. You'd I don't see that team beating Georgia, do you? No, probably And not. even though I know Georgia's got— I would say this. I, I just don't think that's a, t- that's a team that's going to run— That's even if it's like another road game in the end. They're not, like, that team's not going to go undefeated the rest of the way on the road. So they still have Bama on the road. Where's the A&M game? Is the A&M game in Knoxville? I think that's right. I, I think it's yes. safe to— the, the problem they got, they got to go to Kentucky still, um, yeah. But they and they got the go to go and they got to go to the Missouri. same way that Tennessee doesn't win in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Kentucky doesn't beat Tennessee. Like it's just yep. I, I, like they're but they, and they also got to go to Missouri in November. So I think the problem is writing off. I feel like any team that's kind of Bama down to. I'd say like any any of these handful of teams figuring it out wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Alabama, Texas A&M, mm-hmm. LSU, Ole Miss maybe, but like I'm lower on Ole Miss than You're already you're in figuring it out even though they're undefeated. Right, but we don't know who they played. Yeah. Like they yeah. their their best win is Tulane yeah. on the road against their backup quarterback. Like we don't we don't know. Like we're about to find out this yeah. week. Yeah, like we'll, we'll find out this week. Tennessee, fringe, maybe Kentucky, and I guess, like, I'll throw Missouri in there. Like, 
any one of those teams figuring it out and like going nine and three, ten and two, I'm not sitting there and stunned. Do I think that it's likely for a lot of those teams? No. But I think that was kind of my other overreaction from this weekend. I think we might have seen that LSU had a really bad 20 minutes in Orlando. And I think there's a couple of, like, we could, at the end of the season, we could look back and say, the mistake LSU had against Florida State is number one, Florida State was way better than we thought. Like, I know they escaped this weekend, but it was the Red Bandana game. Come on. Yeah. Red Bandana game. Yeah. And apparently they, and they had, were up 31 yeah, 13. It was like one of those classic, they took their foot off the gas pedal type. And they, they never played great, but yes. ultimately they took their foot off the gas pedal. And they did like, they did some dumb things that allowed that game to get insane. Yeah. But I think it's until still entirely possible. Like we noticed that, it, that Florida state's really freaking good. They had chances in the first half to knock out Florida state. They didn't. And then in the second half, Florida State made an adjustment that they weren't prepared for with that two-back look, and then the route was on. And we just realized, like, okay, that was a bad 20 minutes of football. I'm still, like, considering that. I also think it's entirely possible. Like, Mississippi State just, like, it was an unfortunate situation with Leach's death, but it's like the answer was not going to Zach Arnett. Well, Alabama will have a new QB. uh, Well, not a new QB, but a different QB, a different starter. He's back. This week, Jalen Milrose. Well, I mean, back. that was my other overreaction from watching them play was, is Milrose their best option? I think the answer was yes. Yeah. Well, and now you've got these rumors that I believe it's uh, Greg McElroy has said on a radio interview today that what he heard is part of the reason you didn't see Milrose in that game, even when things looked really bad for Alabama on yeah. offense, was that Saban told, didn't bench him, but told him he was like opening the competition after the Texas loss for the week, and Milrow didn't take it well, like didn't didn't handle it the right way, uh, and that like kind of the scene of him being supportive of his teammates in the game was not indicative. Well, of- it got he, he, he got some tough love from from Coach Saban and benched essentially said you're not playing in this game in Tampa. He might have also got an ass chewing. Yeah, um, but. Now he's back. He he paid his pittance, and I think you're right. Ultimately, what that game in Tampa showed is like he may not be he may be the worst quarterback Alabama's had in recent memory, but he's the best quarterback they've got. The only thing you could talk me into is Simpson gives them enough downfield passing that opens up their offense. Doesn't feel like they don't have the line for a guy like that. Well, I mean that's the thing. Year. That's the other. That's my whole thing about Alabama with this identification. This was supposed to be one of the best lines. Like, they're supposed to get back to Alabama. Up yeah, front, mashing. Correct, and they can't do that. They get, they can't find a left tackle. Like, I just look at it this way: if I'm the defensive coordinator and I'm playing Alabama this week, mm-hmm. the quarterback I don't want to play is Milro. We'll save uh, Lane Kiffin and uh, Travis Hunter for the list next hour, because uh, I want to get to Jason Munns. Do that. Uh, Tiger basketball beat writer for the Commercial Appeal will join us next. Talk about the uh, stadium arena stuff that. Uh, we uh, wrote about on Friday, talked about on Friday. We'll get Jason's thoughts 
on that when we return. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Aaron Hawksworth, here to help you beat the books with BetQL. Ole Miss heads to Tuscaloosa this weekend, and Lane Kiffin is wasting no time taking shots at his former boss, Nick Saban. Kiffin claims Alabama's current defensive coordinator isn't even calling the shots for the Bama defense. But BetQL still has Alabama minus six and a half as a five-star best bet. I'm Aaron Hawksworth. Bet smarter. Beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way, offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to go where the season takes you, and it's the season for savings at Gossip Mitsubishi on the Pike. Go for miles more with 43 MPG Highway in your 2024 Mitsubishi Mirage. 17815 or 229 a month. 2024 Eclipse Cross eludes sleek and sporty style at 29695 or 399 a month. Discover the new 2024 Mitsubishi Outlander SUV with third row and seven passenger seating. Now 29885 or 449 a month. And they're all equipped with Mitsubishi's 10-year 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. We're ready to put you in a new ride today at Gossett Mitsubishi. 1870 Covington Pike or 24-7 at MemphisMitsubishi.com If you want it, we got it at Gossett Motorcars. All 84 months Mirage RH 007082 MSRP 18315 Eclipse RZ 001693 MSRP 30,445 Outlander RZ 005762 MSRP 31385 Includes all rebates and incentives PF 695 Excludes tax title and licensee Dealer for complete details Offer valid through end of the month With approved credit Dealer stock only Hey, I love your outfit It's Stitch Fix I'd like to thank my stylist For making me look amazing She sends looks that work for me And my budget 
She gets my fit just right. She turns me on to styles I never would have found on my own. Because of her, because of Stitch Fix, I have time to take care of everything else. They just make everything so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. My stylist just gets me, and they'll get you too. Stitch Fix. Take your style quiz today at stitchfix.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Wait, hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Is this for real? Apparently. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Here are a few reasons to buy local, especially when you are buying fine jewelry. This is James Gaddis with James Gaddis Jewelers. For over 60 years, the Gaddis family has been servicing every piece of jewelry we have ever sold. We will service, size, clean, and repair anything you buy from us. Let us be your family's jeweler, and you will see why our customers keep coming back. We make dreams come true at James Gaddis Jewelers because, after all, you are always treated like family here. You've got a leaky flat or metal roof on your commercial building and they're saying you need a new roof? No, no, no. Just call Joe. Joe Stallmaker, that is. 901 Waterproofing and Roof Coatings. They can restore your existing roof with a quality coating system and can save you up to 70%. The roof coating systems extend the life of your roof and come with a 5 to 15 year leak-free warranty so you get the benefits of a new roof without the huge expense. So call Joe Stallmaker today, 901-287-1923 or visit 901waterproofing.com. Ready for a new ride? We gossip covered at Gossip Kia on the Pike. 41 MBG Highway. We gossip with 2023 Kia Forte LXS. $229 a month, $29.99 to its signing. Get some EV action in 2023 Nero EV Wind SUV. 253 miles of EPA estimated range. $269 a month, $49.99 to its signing. Plus, check out 2023 Kia EV6 Wind. Get up to 134 City, 101 Highway MPG E399 a month, $49.99 to its signing. And gossip will include a free Charger with your EV purchase, all 36-month leases, plus Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He's ready to put you in a new Kia today. Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Pike or online KiaCovingtonPike.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. The Mid-South Fair returns to the Lander Center September 21st through October 1st. Don't miss the fun, the food, the games, and rides. Get your tickets today. Visit MidSouthFair.com. That's MidSouthFair.com. The NFL season is here, and now's the time to get incredible offers from fans 
FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets. That's guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app's easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith. Kick off the NFL season right with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and of 99 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends September 18th, 2023. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excludes. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Hi, I'm PJ Vote here to tell you about my new podcast, Search Engine. On Search Engine, we tackle the kinds of questions that keep you up at night. Like, why are drug dealers putting fentanyl in everything? Should we be worried that Elon Musk believes that we're living in a simulation? And for the love of God, is it actually unsafe to drink the coffee on airplanes? On Search Engine, no question is too big and no question is too small. Listen and follow Search Engine with PJ Vote and Odyssey Podcast. Available now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All 36 months, 650 acquisition, B4TLSX, PE 678605, MSRP 21610, Nero, B5078 59, MSRP 4109, EV6, P56109, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax title and license. See dealer for complete details, offer valid through 10 2023 with approved credit dealers.com. Hey, Jeff Allen, I hear gossip key is out on Mount Mariah's about to blow my socks off. That's right, Brandy. Get 41 MPG Highway with the 2023 Kia Forte LXS, $229 a month, $29.99 do it signing. What about those cool new EVs? I've got EV action with a 2023 Nero EV Win SUV, 253 miles of EPA, estimated range, $269 a month, $49.99 do it signing. And a 2023 Kia EV6 Win, 134 City, 101 Highway, MPGE, $399 a month, $49.99. $99 do it signing. Plus, you'll get a free charger with every EV purchase, all 36 month lease. And Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. So, whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Key on Mount Mariah. Country music singer-songwriter Kylie Morgan absolutely loves her Genesis diamond ring. I got so many compliments as soon as I got the ring and continue to get compliments on it. It looks really pretty on my finger. <laughs> Kylie's husband Jay heard folks in the music industry raving about Genesis, but he also did a lot of homework on his own. When it came to finding the ring, he took it very seriously. He did all the research. I think he knows more about diamonds than any man in the entire world. <laughs> and that's how he landed on Genesis. He just knew that they were the best. Jay picked out a stunning, flawless, pear-shaped diamond in an elegant setting. Got the value price Genesis is known for. And now they both tell everyone they meet about the amazing Genesis experience. When you walk into Genesis, you can just feel the happiness. You know that they're helping find something that symbolizes the love that you have for your partner. And you can feel that as soon as you walk through the door. it's always been you, and I've always been your wife. Genesis Diamonds at Poplar and Perkins Extended. This afternoon, nice with plenty of sunshine, high of 83. Weather brought to you by Barbasol Shaving Cream. Choose Barbasol Shaving Cream for a thick lather and a close, comfortable shave. Barbasol, the American original for over 100 years. Better buy Barbasol. 
This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show, live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. There's never been a better time for football fans to join the huddle for all the hard-hitting action with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and use bonus code right 200 WRIGHT when you place a $10 pregame Moneyline wager on any pro football game. You'll receive $200 in bonus bets instantly regardless of your wager's outcome. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, player props, live betting options, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and sign up today to get started. Go for the end zone with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's, 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer, all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements, rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Jason Munson is the Tiger basketball beat writer for the Commercial Appeal. He joins us each and every Monday on the program. Back from vacation. Are you refreshed, Munson? I, I, I feel, yeah, I feel good. I, I, I had, uh, I had fresh Gulf shrimp, no fewer than three or four times, uh, while I was away. And, uh, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling rejuvenated, Mark. What are we listening to, by the way? Uh, it's called Every Weekday. It's a, it's a, a great band called Camera Obscura. Okay. Um, that's Spanish for obscure camera. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Munz, you were uh you had a unique position of watching the uh carnage unfold last week on social media and elsewhere regarding the uh and that was something. The uh, the tension uh involved in the ongoing negotiations on how to divvy up this money uh, in order to get a renovated FedEx Forum and a renovated Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. Um curious since you had a more maybe 10,000 foot view than everyone else I guess what uh what do you make of the situation right now um we obviously had the the news and the commercial appeal on Friday of a proposal um involving some you know the a way for the money to be divvied up probably not going to be the proposal that goes through uh, I would think but um nonetheless a proposal uh, first one that's gotten that's been publicly, uh, I don't know if revealed. I guess revealed is probably the right way to phrase it. Publicly reported. Um, what do you make? What do you, What do you make of this situation? How do you see this thing playing out? Well, I mean, first of all, yeah, like getting this sort of uh, having the, you know, whatever being able being able to be uh, off work and uh, uh, being able to disconnect uh, whenever I felt like it. Uh, was nice because man, it was there was some it was pretty vitriolic and uh, highly divisive uh, yeah. is- issue, uh, you know, back and forth for what felt like a couple of weeks. Well, I think, and frankly, like, I think it's you know beneath the surface a little bit ongoing, unfortunately. But yes, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess my position on on like what I can't, what I couldn't help thinking as it was all playing out was like anybody, no matter what side you were on, which is, uh, you know, I, I, maybe I, maybe it's just because I'm somewhat 
removed from it not being the uh, not being the football beat writer and not being the Grizzlies beat writer. Um, you know, it's like I don't know. Maybe maybe it just says something about me. But it's like why does why does somebody why why is this a taking sides issue? Um, why does anybody why do you feel the need to to pick a side here? But then the thought my other thought was. Anybody who's taken a side, if they were on the other side, they'd be doing the exact same thing that, that the other side's doing. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they would – if you if, if somebody who feels strongly about the Grizzlies was in the Tigers' shoes, they'd be doing the exact same thing the Tigers are doing. And, uh, and, and so anyway, it, it just it, – it was, it, was, it was really, really interesting to watch it play out. But I think at the end of the day, um, it does appear – whether either side gets everything they want out of this, it seems like there is a framework to move forward and for both sides to get a good chunk of what they want. And that should be good enough for everybody. That's just, that's, I don't know. That's, that's, that's how, how you it feel. landed. Yeah. Yeah. It's how it landed. It, it's interesting to me because I don't think there's – I don't think anyone – like the the problem I have with the divisive rhetoric is I don't think anyone is a villain here. I don't think the Grizzlies are doing anything wrong, to be quite honest. Absolutely I don't think not. the, that's, that's, I don't think the universe – if you're – You know, I don't think – I think – I think what goes – because the Grizzlies have chosen to take – they haven't really said anything. Like, for instance, in our report on Friday, we noted that in that, in that proposal – it lists out the Grizzlies' proposed renovation is $550 million. That's kind of what they think. I am feel pretty confident saying, I bet you that $550 million number is already down from something else. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, my guess is right. they've made, con- you know, I mean? they're trying to make concessions too to make this work. It's just, you know, they're not, they're not talking about it publicly at all. And that's right. a decision they've made internally, very clearly. Um, and so I just think there's, I hate that anyone's being painted as a villain. I think everyone's acting, I think everyone is acting with good intention, well intention, with good intentions. So I see, I disagree. I, what I think, I think everyone's acting in their own self interest and that like, I think if you're, cause I agree with Munz, I think Memphis's stance is completely rational Mm -hmm. and reasonable given their set of circumstances. I also think like the Grizzlies, maybe waiting out the clock, I think that's probably reasonable. Mm-hmm. But exactly. And I don't I was, necessarily I'll, know I'll, if it's – I don't know if it's, oh, we've got the best of intentions. I do think mm-hmm. it's we have our best intentions in mind. Well, I just don't think anyone's right. trying to screw anyone over, though. I, I also think they're yeah. trying to make it work, and as long as that is the case, it'll be all right. Well, I, I'll, just say, I'll just sort of restate it just to reiterate it. Yes, everyone's acting in their own best interest, and if the – if the situation were reversed and you had Tigers people on the Grizzly side and Grizzlies people on the Tigers side, you'd be doing the exact same thing. You'd be acting in your own best interest. And that's, and, and you can't blame anybody for that. Like nobody should, there should be no blame here. If, if anybody's blaming anybody, there shouldn't be because, because they're doing what you would do if you were in their shoes. And that's, yeah. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and ultimately, this is now really if a negotiation between the city of Memphis and the Memphis Grizzlies. Like the Tiger, like the University of Memphis 
is making noise because they want to get their project through. But, like, ultimately, part of the reason they're making noise is, like, their deal is contingent on what is the city going to give the Grizzlies. And that's what that's what this is now. And my feeling is that as long as even if the city and the Grizzlies might be, like, for instance, the proposal we purported Friday. We, we talked about it on air, Jeffrey, on Friday. Like, it seems like if you're to go, if you're going by what the Grizzlies asked for, five hundred fifty million, if that's the estimate, and what they're getting, and sort of the things they object to in the proposal, like they're at least a hundred million off here on in terms of probably coming to terms. Um, but as long as, to me, as long as when the Grizzlies are going back to the city and going, hey, we're still like a hundred million off here, and the city isn't going, okay, well, this is our final offer. Like, okay, as long as like. The negotiation is like okay, <clears throat> let's go back and see if we can find something else. I I think it'll be it'll be fine, and it, that's what it strikes me as. What's the stance of everyone right now? Is the Grizzlies if they didn't like the deal? It's not well. This is all we can offer. It's okay. Let's go see if we can find some more. Let's figure out a way to do. And as long as that's what's going on, I, I just don't think there's much use. It's not very productive in my mind, I guess, to like worry about what could happen if things go off the rails because I just don't think they're off the rails yet. I don't know, man. I, I just, being a neutral party, I'm just glad that we have something to talk about. After how long, like, <laughs> how, how how long have we been sitting here waiting for for information like this to uh, yeah to that's uh, true. be uncovered? Like, finally, man. It, it is. It, like, I do think with. I don't know what you feel like about this, Jeffrey, but like with it being public money, and at this point, it does feel like stuff should be, you know, I don't know. It should be everyone should be talking a little more, if that makes sense. About like what we're what what's actually holding this up. You know what I mean? Like what what actually is holding this up so we can get something done? That's how I, mean, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. That's not how negotiations necessarily are always um, conducted. I think what's holding it up is the fact that like. In my opinion, they can't find the money. Well, I also think the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are not. Memphis is acting like the time is of the essence. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Right, but I that is, that's probably their best path yeah. to getting the money. The Grizzlies are acting as if they can wait out the clock, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of why you have an impasse. N- correct, because yeah. the Grizzlies and don't have to. Make and, it. And, sorry, go ahead. And Jason. Neither side. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Neither side is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in in terms of looking out for themselves, neither side is wrong, and everybody else would do that if they were in their shoes. Yeah, um, you know this is not about this is not about one side looking out for the best interests of the other. Like they're 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 in this to to get to you know it's they're they're trying to get the best possible outcome for themselves, both sides, and there's nothing wrong with that. I've been very optimistic on this whole thing the entire way. Like I, I'm, I am still very hopeful that both these. I, in fact, I said I've said it. I think both these things get done. I don't think it's going to get done on the time, you know, this short time frame that Memphis is talking about. You know, like I, I don't. I, I, I would be. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I would be surprised. I guess at yeah. this point, but I still think they're going to figure out to make this work where there's going to be, but you know, there's going to be major renovations at both places. Um, but I'm yep. curious, Jeffrey, where are you at on this? Jason, where are you at on this in terms of do you think this actually do we do you think we reach a resolution where at least both sides are satisfied? Maybe not happy, but satisfied. Jason, you can get first. Uh, 
Gosh, what like what's the threshold for satisfaction? Like on a scale, of I guess it would be like, renovations get done to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium to like one fifty to two hundred million, whatever it ends up being. Like to like to me, it sounds like if you get if it's anything less than one fifty, they wouldn't be satisfied ultimately, given what they've said publicly. University of Memphis, and then with the Grizzlies, it's you know sign a new lease, you know a building worthy of them, a building that convinces them to sign some sort of. Uh, Long a lease of double digit years, you know, like a long term lease. I bet there's. I bet both sides are are going to get enough work done on their respective venues to be satisfied. But I bet there's probably going to be if there has if there's not already been um, other little uh, wrinkles and and speed bumps and whatever you want to call them that you know. Peel that back just a little bit. Peel the level of satisfaction back a little bit. Who knows how many of those speed bumps there are going to be? Maybe there's enough that ultimately, when you weigh it all out, it's not somebody's going to not be satisfied, or both sides aren't going to be satisfied. But like what I'm like, for instance, like I could see a scenario where you know Memphis wants this done now. They want they want to start in December or January or whatever it is. Um, I could see a scenario where that doesn't happen, and that's going to be a big knock toward, you know, against their overall satisfaction. And I could see yeah. the the Grizzlies, uh, you know, like wanting more and and wanting a lot, you know, wanting to do more to FedEx Forum um, to to commit to staying here long. Or having to they contribute more to do it. So my suspicion. Correct. My suspicion is the Grizzlies are going to get closer to what they actually want. Yeah. Than Memphis, but I do think the Liberty Bowl will be improved to a point in which, I mean, in my opinion, Memphis doesn't have a, t- a ton of leverage right yeah. here. Because I think that's also the other part of this is like, you know, Memphis, Memphis, we've said it. Like part of this of what they're doing is they they're back. They're the ones backed into a corner ultimately because they don't have much control over their situation anymore. They've done as right. much as they really can in terms of getting the plans off the ground, getting prepared for this getting, you know, political capital behind this, if you will. Like they've done everything they can and it's like out of their hands at this point. And that but right. that's also yeah. why they're trying to the only thing they can't control is kind of the message getting out there. And um I do think you shouldn't I wouldn't underestimate, I guess they're the ultimately them being a state institution helping them from a political standpoint in all of this because that's what it's becoming. Uh, you know, this isn't a sports story as much as it's a political story at this point. Agreed. Yep, I agree with that yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah, so fascinating stuff. Any update? When, when are we going to know about DeAndre Williams? Now you're, you're back would, on vacation. Come on, get on, the, get on, get on this. <laughs> I would bet that something... I, I would bet there's going to be some sort of, uh, not necessarily a resolution, but I feel like... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 